This is the Color Pencil Podcast, session number 153. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts... Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick of sharpenedartist.com, and I'm joined as usual by Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Lisa, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am doing never better. This is a show about colored pencil. It's actually the longest and in fact, the only running <laughs> colored pencil show for about three years now. That, that doesn't make it the longest, no matter how long it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've been doing this for about three years. So uh, if you like the show and you listen to the show often, then we want to hear from you. Actually, this is how we come up with topics is we listen to what uh, those who are vocal send in to us and what you like about the show. And so write a review on iTunes if you like the show. So, Lisa, what are we talking about? Today? We are talking about the Carandosh Museum Aquarelle, the watercolor pencils. So I'm I'm going to go ahead and just pronounce them like four different ways. So yeah, me too. If anyone, <laughs> if, if you heard my pen clicking, know. I was just making a note of how it's supposed to be pronounced according to the internet because I can <laughs> never say that right. Right, right. Uh, okay, so yeah, these are great pencils um, in a lot of ways. I think there's a lot of good things about them. One thing I do want to say just early on, looking at these pencils and what Karen Dosh, you know, as a company has done. Karen Dosh, the company, started in 1929. These pencils were invented in 2013. They started doing some water-based, water-soluble pencils in 1931. So they've got a lot of history with doing this sort of thing. But this particular pencil, I've not used it before. Had you used it before, Lisa, until No, just on my, my bonefish project. Mm-hmm. So, cool. All right. So what are your first impressions then? So uh, the only watercolor pencil I can compare this to at this point, I actually created, or I forget what the other brand was. It was some generic brand and the pigment was terrible. And then I used the the... The Derwent, um, the Derwent Derwent watercolor. Gosh, my watercolor. brain is not here apparently today. The ones that's with new. the ones that we reviewed. Yeah, last the Derwent watercolor yeah. pencils. I use those, so that's really the uh-huh. only way comparison that I can can do. Or, you know, in comparison, there were some different. Well, me too. I don't have a lot a lot of history with watercolor in particular and water based pencils either. I don't have a lot of history with either one of those. Yeah, so my first impression when I started this, I started on an anemone. And we if you follow me on social media, you'll have seen this clownfish. I posted it everywhere because I was so excited with how it came out. But the anemone, I started with the base and I needed this deep purple with some blues. I had a very, very hard time building up the pigment as deep as I wanted. So I was kind of like, oh, I'm not 
these. Uh, I, I I wanted to reach for my Derwent watercolor pencils, honestly, because those I had a much easier time building up the pigment to get as dark with those colors. Now, luckily, it turned out as I moved on with the piece, it was just based on certain colors. I had an easier time than others to get the really rich vibrancy. Now, in the end, I did get it close to where I wanted with those darker purples. It was kind of weird. I, I really struggled getting out to be fair, part of it could be the paper because the paper you use with a medium like this will make a huge, huge difference. I used Fabriano Artistico Extra White Hot Press 140 pound watercolor paper. And I'm going to be trying some of the, oh, what is it? The, what is the one that everyone kept? Arches. I've got some of that here that I'm excited to try, but I did struggle with a few of the colors. The other thing that I really noticed with these, they felt more like gouache than they did like watercolor once the water was added. The way that they blended and the way they moved around. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's definitely different. Whereas I felt that the Derwent watercolor pencils, like I was working with watercolor, the way that the brush strokes were and such. I had an easier time controlling what happened with the Caran pencils. So it did, it really, I don't think that my finished painting looked that much like watercolor, whereas I felt that the lionfish I did with the Derwent watercolor pencils did. So depending on what you're going for there, but the like I said, it felt more like gouache. The colors were more opaque than I found with the Derwent. So again, we're going back to almost more of a gouache feeling than yeah. watercolor feeling. So I think it depends on what you're looking for. Not that this whole podcast is supposed to be a comparison, but it's all I've used, so it's really all I can compare to. But I right. did like them, and I was, by the end of it, I what I am very very glad that I bought these pencils, but I because everyone keeps asking, well, which was better? Which did you feel was better? I don't know that I felt one was necessarily better performance wise. They were different. I think it depends on what look I'm going for. If I want a more loose kind of watercolor feel, I think I'm going to reach for my Derwent watercolor pencils. Whereas with the Caran d'Ache, that was more. I I had a much easier time making sure everything was very controlled. And then again, with the opacity of those colors, it was really easy to do a lot of different techniques and effects. Uh, I really liked both, honestly. But yeah, that was, it was just different. It was a very odd, the fact that they were so, so many of the colors were so opaque was a bit of a surprise to me. You know, being a watercolor pencil, you wouldn't expect that. Now, I did a cityscape with an old blockbuster sign that had been busted out and that was a lot of fun and so i did a background sky and then that sign and then uh, uh, some telephone poles some utility poles but and that was a lot of fun but here's the thing the uh thing that i wanted to practice this time and uh, made it kind of interesting for me was using a ruling pin and some masking fluid except for the time that i knocked it over and it spilled all over oh, my no. shirt and my pants <laughs> But other than that, it was a lot of fun. And you can get some really tiny details whenever you're using that ruling pen. Now, what I did notice also that the opacity was really, really good. And it did have sort of a different texture or feel than what I was uh, experiencing whenever we were uh, I was using the Derwent watercolor pencils. I really enjoyed, though, these pencils. I, th I thought they had sort of a... I don't know, just a real rich pigment. You know, I, I'm using the 20 set, a lot of blues in here. I've got the, which one is it? It is the 20 set marine assortment because I like a lot of blues and greens. It was just really, really nice. The pencils themselves, I thought it was pretty good the way that the coverage would go down and then I could let that dry and then go back over it. But again, it wasn't, it was 
trying to think what word to use, but it was not as waxy, I guess, is maybe the word that uh, that I felt with Derwent watercolor pencils. It wasn't quite as they they held together a little bit more yeah. than the watercolor pencils from Derwent was my experience. Now I was using the Strathmore 500 Premium Series Ready Cut watercolor paper as what I did that on. That's a really good paper because you've got. And it's a hot pressed, but you can use either side of that one. One side is a textured side. I typically don't like that. I use the the side that has more of a uh, random texture, and it is you know not as much tooth on it, but it's still enough tooth. It'll hold itself in the shape that it is, and it will not warp or any any buckling or anything like that. So it was pretty nice to use that type of paper. But yeah, I I like the pencils. I think they're very good. But again, the problem I think is, and I think we should talk about this a little bit because I know this is something that is of interest to our listeners, but the watercolor pencils just in general always have an issue with light fastness. And so that's kind of my issue. When you start adding water to something, then you're going to have some light fast issues and even if you're using them dry they're using this star rating system and the inherent problems with the way that they're categorizing their light fast ratings on these pencils but even if you're using them dry then if exposed over a long period of time to direct uv light or if there is some seepage of uv rays into your framed artwork then it does have the potential of fading over time so that is a big concern and it's a big concern of mine and it's also surprising to me quite frankly that Karen Dosh would do that because some of their other pencils are just so good at uh, this particular area just being light fast so that's a disappointment they are better than most companies as far as their light fast ratings go they while they're not you know i i don't know that i would end up selling the work that i'm creating this way i think i'll either give it away or just making prints oh it photographed beautifully i had no trouble getting an accurate image of that clownfish but the of the set of 72 60 of them are ranked their highest light fast 10 are one step below now okay let's back up but we don't know what their light fast is this is what we're having rating yeah this is the problem with their light facets they are rating these by the blue wool scale which is ranked a one to an eight eight being the highest a one being the lowest however they're not they they tested by the blue wool scale only they're only giving us a five star rating rating system and not telling us where that exactly lines up on the blue wool scale we're having to guess so on their website, they have a thing. It says colors with a five or a four star rating can be used by professional artists. They will remain unaltered for decades. Okay, but what is that on? The, you're not telling me what that actually is on the blue wall. Yeah, we don't know what that is. Yeah, next colors with a three star rating are satisfactory, but they will last longer in you if used in concentrated form, which tells me they are testing these dry, not with water. So, and that's going to be typical. Um, they own, or if the work is protected by anti-UV glass or exhibited under a subdued lighting. Colors with a one and two star rating are not suitable for work 
outfits that are permanently on show. So for me, the, the piece I did with the clownfish, I actually used a lot. It was a deep plum color that I loved. And of course, that's their only one two-star rating. There's only one pencil that ranked that You can low. hide that in your closet. It'll be fine. No, I'm just not going to sell the work. Yeah, I mean, I'll, well, I'll, I know, I know. I'll probably, and honestly, that one is one I want to keep. Not suitable for works that are permanently on show. I yeah, just think and that's hilarious. It's funny because that they're not even saying, hey, use UV glass. They're just like, nope. <laughs> but here's 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 the issue that I have with all of that, and, and not not just these pencils, but any pencils. Why not just make a student grade, or why not just make a uh, an illustration uh, grade and say this is not for yeah. uh, fine art? This you know, and don't include those. Just don't tempt us with yeah, those I'm pencils. Yeah, I'm with you on I that because they do that. If you want to buy the full set, you're insane. guaranteed to get. I mean, I've got ten that are a four, which is fine. Three that are a five, or I'm sorry, five that are a three star and one that's a two star. Just pull this. So there's six pencils that I really shouldn't be using. Just pull those from the set and and replace them with something else. But my bigger thing is you're still not telling me a four or five star. I'm guessing that's around seven, eight, six on the blue wool scale. Why why are you making this weird, complicated thing? Why aren't you just well, telling well, me what now right. I mean, okay. They're making the decision for us and which is yeah. something I don't like. Yeah, and I mean you can say, well, polychromos uses a star rating, yes, but polychromos lets us know where that's those stars line up on the blue wool or yeah, they use blue wool. Wait, polychromos is blue wool or AS team? I believe they're blue wool. They're blue wool because uh, they got a star system on them. So that that's just a huge complaint that I have here. And then the fact that they say that it will last longer if used in concentrated form, I wish that they would just come out and say, by the way, these ratings are for the dry pencil. We didn't actually test with water. That's another issue that I have and with these and with all co- watercolor yeah. pencils or water soluble anything uh, in pencil form or whatever form is that, yeah, they're uh, – most likely, just based on evidence, uh, looking at the language and stuff like that, they're most likely using them in dry form to do their testing on the light fast uh, sensitivity. And so, yeah, that's a concern. And I, I don't know. I, I think it, it's high time for all of these companies to just get a good rating system that is suitable for fine art artists. We want something that is going to last over time. We want to be able to sell our work and not have to just make prints every yeah. time. So, Or at least make it more clear. That's one thing. I think that these ratings can be very deceiving because people, so many people contacted me and they're like, oh, they're light, they're all light fast. You know, they're gr- going to be great. Except when you add water, we don't know what that rating is. And I'm just not personally comfortable with selling work that I don't know for sure how that's how severe that's going to be affected. So now they were a fast medium to work in. You can spend a ton of time, a small amount of time. It went very quickly. So this comes back to why, like with ink tents, ink tents, you have some light fast issues, but I will still use them because it's such a fast medium to work in. With colored pencil, colored pencil, the wax and oil-based pencils are extremely slow. If I'm going to put two weeks into a piece, I'm better be able to sell it. So I'm not willing to bend on the light fast with with wax and oil-based pencils. Whereas with these water-based pencils, you can get stuff done so quick. And it is just an enjoyable experience. I loved, I mean, I had so much fun, just like with mm-hmm. working with ink tents. I love working with these. I love how quickly I can cover things because when you put the water over it and just spread that out, you get so much coverage so quickly. And for mm-hmm. me, 
I, that, that's a big plus for me. So, I mean, there, it's still worth it for me to use, but I wish that they were a little bit more clear because I think that a lot of artists are looking at these ratings thinking, oh, it, you know, it, it's high light fast. I'm perfectly safe. And it's like, well, yeah, but how much water did you add? Because that's going to change things. Plus, you may have a difference if you're using bottled or distilled water versus tap water can affect. I mean, you've got so many different things that can affect that, that I wish that they had kind of a disclaimer in there that let people know, by the way, this type of water may cause this kind of a problem. This or not, maybe not worded as problem. Like as, as a business, you don't want to word things as being too negative. But just I wish there was more information out there. And even this, the charts that I'm looking at right now were really hard to find. I had to do a Google search and it brought me back. But going to Karen Dosh's website, I couldn't find any of this as I searched through through here. I had to find somebody yeah, it's else. It's very difficult it. to find it on their yeah. site. And this is on their site that I'm getting this information, but it was really hard to find. Yeah. So that's definitely something that I'm not a huge fan of. I do like that Derwent, when you go to the product on their site, it's pretty easy to find the light fast rating and the stars the way I love the way they've got their charts. And Karen Dosh is a little weird on how this is all ranked out. I, I just wish that they gave us more information and were a little bit more open about that. But then I shouldn't be too surprised because I've known of them to give so much misinformation when people contacted them about whether or not their pencils, well, polycro, um, Faber-Castell's done the same, but are they wax or oil-based for like luminance? One person will get an email insisting they're wax. Yeah. One person will get an email from yeah. someone else ins- insisting that they're oil. So, I mean, the company themselves, it seems like they're, the, the right hand doesn't always know what the left hand is doing or each individual finger is doing. They're all kind of, all, there's just a lot of misinformation. And so I feel like contacting them, normally I'd say contact the company and get the information, but being that I've personally seen from, you know, people I've known of, so I guess personally seen wouldn't be the right way to put it, but people I've known yeah, of. you can get several so, answers depending on how many artists contact them. Yeah, it's and it, it's a little bit frustrating. And I think that there, there just needs to be clear information. Why is one artist getting different information than another? Put all this on your website. Make it easy for right. us to find and have the same yeah, answer across accessible. the board. Now, to be fair, I mean, looking at the Faber-Castell polychromos pencils, if you look at the website, they are saying that, I mean, they're using a star system, but here's the difference. Uh, You just want to be transparent in the way that we're talking about this, but they're using a one, two, and three star system that is equated to the blue wool scale. And the blue wool scale, for them, they tell you exactly what a three-star is. A three-star is a seven-eight on the blue wool. A two is a five-six on the blue wool. A one-star, three-four. So I don't, I don't mind that because yeah. they're telling me exactly how that equates to this standard, the blue wool scale standard. But Karen Dosh not doing that, not telling us what these arbitrary, you know, what – I mean, logically, we know that one and two stars are worse than five. But for them, just give this little blurb, this inform, you know, this little uh, description of what it means or what you can do with it is not telling me how that lines up with the actual scale, and it's it's just not good enough. And then making the comment that oh, but they'll last longer if used in concentrated form. Wait. All of a sudden, we've got this one sentence of information where you didn't – I mean, from that, I, knowing enough about pencils, can know that they mean the more water you add, the less light fast it is. But a lot of people aren't going to know that information, and I think they need to be a bit more clear about what they actually mean by that. So that's a little bit – Yeah, it's language. I mean, it's getting dicey and, you know, it's semantics. But, I mean, the thing is – 
it does make sense that if you if you layered a lot and you're using water, but you're layering and you've yeah. got a lot of pigment on there, then yeah, I could see that that would be more light fast because the pig pigment is pigment is pigment, and so the pigment is still there. You know, yeah. I, I could see that. But I would like yeah, for them to do videos uh, or something, some sort of like that really covered a lot of these questions that yeah. artists have. It'd be nice if more yeah, companies did nice. stuff like that. It really, and would. it's not Karen so, Dosh. I mean, it, it almost sounds like we're no, picking on them. I mean, with any watercolor pencil, this is a problem just across the board. Oh, yeah. Karen Dosh as a company and being on spec and being professional, having some of the best products on the planet, there's no comparison. I would be a sad person if the company Karen Dosh did not exist. I yes, love yes. Their I products. love Karen Dosh. I love their products. <laughs> They're a little pricey, but I, I got to tell you, you, you'll not get a box that looks as beautiful when you get your products. I mean, you just have, you've got a good experience typically with their products. Now, talking about price, that's a good yeah, good thing to go into. That. So they are on the high end of all watercolor pencils that yeah. I was looking at. And when I compare them, I mean, the difference between them and like the... The Derwent watercolor pencils. Derwent tends to be on the mm-hmm. lower end of what would be considered, right. I guess, professional pencils. Or yeah, Derwent is always pretty fair about their prices. Pretty yeah. good. The the difference there with the price is pretty huge. Uh, I mean, we're talking a difference of a couple hundred dollars, and the performance the of the sets, Derwent is still yeah. really good. For, so for somebody who is like, well, I don't really know if I which pencil I want to go with. If if finances are an issue, because either way, I mean, you've got to decide if you're comfortable selling them. For me, if I'm not going to sell them, it. It doesn't matter as far as the light fast ratings too much at that point. But the I loved the performance of the Derwent. So I would say if you're trying to save, like you can get great results with the Derwent pencils. So mm-hmm. that is definitely right, something right. to consider. But And honestly, I mean, they're not all that much different. I mean, they're they're similar in, in their look and feel. So yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. I would go with the Derwent if if it's a pricing issue. Um, for the and then and then they blend really well, so you can go mm-hmm. with a smaller set and get amazing results. Both pencils dissolved so beautifully in water. It wasn't like one thing I never really liked with the Inktense pencils. I'll use them for final details, but I don't do a lot where I put them for first layers and then blend out because they're they're extremely gritty looking. It's it's almost like colored pencil when you put your first layer of pigment on and blend with OMS and it has that those first layers always look gritty. That's what I get with the Inktense pencils. So I don't use those for my first layers. Now with the watercolor pencils, both Derwent watercolor and the Caran d'Ache, they dissolved so completely that you could blend anything. I mean, they were really, really good as far as that goes. So don't feel like you have to get the 72 set. The prices that I'm comparing here are from the 72. On Amazon, the box or tin, I'm not sure if it's a tin or a box, that that was $277.49. The wood box, and then I think we've talked about this before, always check your prices on Amazon. There's a website we mentioned last week the that's called Camel, 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 where you can check what prices tend to go up and down. And art supplies, I think it's a really big thing to be doing. But with the wood box, which is beautiful, that's the one that I got. I paid 310 for it. After I bought it, I watched that price go up to over 400 and something. I think it was getting close to 500. I mean, the price was just swinging all over the place. Right now, it's at 275. It's cheaper to get it with the really nice wood box than it is the one in the wood tent. So always, yeah. always check your prices. And if you can wait, that price from what I was seeing on Camel, Camel, Camel will drop down to 275. That's about the cheapest I've ever seen mm-hmm. that it ever went. But it does it often enough. It just kind of cycles through, I guess, who the seller is at the time. 
but it'll cycle through being as low as two seventy five and up to or you know five six hundred dollars or yeah, some of them go really high depending on the seller. Yeah. But always watch that. Um. But yeah, right now those pencils will cost about that. Now I would not buy the individual pencils, the open stock on Amazon for any reason. They are available over there. They run typically three dollars and ninety six cents plus four dollars and eighty cents. Er, sorry, I can't talk. Four dollars and eighty three cents in shipping or the ones that are available on Amazon Prime are $9.41 a piece, which is outrageous. Do not That's buy ridiculous. your open stock yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, it yeah, it was so over at Blick, they're 3.96 um, yeah. per pencil. But yeah, it's still more cost effective to go ahead and get a 20 set or 12 if you just want to kind of test them and try them out. Um, now, to speak to that real quick about the 76 set uh, pencil set. You got that in the box for two seventy five, and I'm looking at it over here on Blick, and it is two seventy seven forty nine currently as we're two seventy seven forty nine is what it is on on um, Amazon right now. The wood box that you're talking about was two seventy five. The assorted seventy six set over here on Blick is two seventy seven. Yeah. So yeah, it is uh, a lot better. And the wood if, box. If you're wanting to do that, to I, go ahead and get the wood box. Yeah, the wood box I couldn't find at Dick Blake Jerry's. The only there were a few smaller art supply stores that carried it, and they ranged anywhere from four to six hundred. So that's definitely an Amazon buy. And I was a little bit worried when I got mine when I ordered on Amazon. I'm thinking, okay, Amazon's kind of known for having knockoff products on the, the high-end products. I, I don't know that with art supplies, but I know for a lot of beauty products or tech, you get either knockoff or um, refurbished, but they don't tell you it's refurbished. So that's an ongoing problem with, with Amazon. And so when I got these, I'm like, oh, 310, that's a good price. That's what I ended up paying. Are they going to be the real thing? And uh, they they are. They definitely are. I was so afraid. I'm like, I'm going to get some like Crayolas in a box that are labeled the wrong. I just got to say, <laughs> I just got to say, if Amazon ever ships me anything that is not the real deal, I'm going to say something about it. Well, the I'm not problem is that people didn't necessarily acceptable. know. Like with beauty products, yeah. um, it looks similar. And so they weren't finding meat. out like one device. Um, we'll use this yeah. as an example. The Mia 2, it's like a face scrubber thing. That one... Um, it looked real and people didn't find out it wasn't real until they had used it and the little pins inside started to rust. That was the big sign that you got the knockoff. And it's, you know, $150 item. So it was easy enough for them to make fakes of and sell, you know, they were probably spending $10 on the fake and then selling them for 250 or $150. <laughs> so, I mean, and this is an ongoing thing. Um, Wacom tablets. You do not want to buy Wacom tablets on Amazon because Wacom doesn't sell through them. What those are, are refurbished. And so people are paying full price, getting refurbished, contacting Wacom when it's broken. And they're like, yeah, that's not us. You got, you bought from, an, that's not a place you're supposed to be buying. We digress, though. All right. Yeah. So, just, so anyway, point just is, to sum up here, if you um, knew that, the pencils, these pencils that I bought mm. and got a good deal on on Amazon were the real thing. So Okay. Just to sum it up then, and uh, in closing here, these are hexagonal uh, pencils, and they do have a lacquer finish with the color of the tip on the end of the pencil, so you can kind of see what the color is. And I thought they did a really nice job of matching the actual yeah. color. Now. Uh, that was 
that was very good. Very easy to read, very nice, uh, well-designed uh, cedar wood. So very, very nice pencils. And I will be using these again in the future. And uh, I enjoyed using them very, very much. Oh, I absolutely will too. I'm going to be doing a video comparing, like side by side, doing the same project with the Derwent watercolor and the Carandosh. And I cannot wait to get started because both of them were just such enjoyable mediums mm-hmm. to work in. I had so yeah, much fun yeah. that I'm actually really looking forward, even though I'll be, I, I, I always hate when I, I do the same piece twice. But in this case, I'm really interested to see the difference and compare the two because it they are so enjoyable to work with. Both, both brands, I really yeah, love. they really are. Awesome. All right. So if you have tried these pencils and you have an opinion you'd like to share with us, we'd love to hear that. You can comment in the show notes, sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. If you like the show, leave us a rating on iTunes uh, and or a review or anywhere that you listen to your podcast. And if you want to reach out to us, podcast at sharpenedartist.com. It's a weekly show, so we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.